This NFL picks week two edition of the Sports Gambling Podcast is brought to you by DraftKings Sportsbook. Download the app now and use code SGP. New customers can score two hundred dollars in bonus bets instantly when they bet just five dollars on football. Only on the DraftKings Sportsbook with code SGP. We're also brought to you by Game Time. Snag the tickets without the stress. Use promo code SGPN on your first purchase to save twenty dollars. Download the Game Time app and use promo code SGPN. We're also brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. Play the Underdog Pick'em in college or NFL and win up to twenty x in one game. Use promo code SGPN at Underdog Fantasy for a one hundred percent deposit bonus up to one hundred dollars. Finally, we're brought to you by Hall of Fame Bets, the sports betting research platform for parlays, player props, and game lines. Download the Hall of Fame Bets app or visit hofbets.com and use code SGPN to get fifty percent off your first month and start making smarter bets today. Hey, this is Pac-Man Jones. You're listening to SGPN. Let it ride. To the sports gambling podcast. I'm Sean, second the money green with my partner on picks, Ryan. Real money, Kramer. What's happening, Kramer? Dog. Mm, hello, Sean. Feeling, hey. feeling good. Thanks I, for asking. Oh yeah, I was gonna say, how you doing? Normally, you wear your team gear to the episode. I'm rocking my Jalen Hurts jersey. You're rocking a, a coleslaw t-shirt. Yeah, I mean, we have, we all have. Teams. <laughs> I'm. Uh, I told you there was there were hands raised, there was accountability taken, and so I'm. I'm. You know, taking a taking a couple days off the old animal fats. Oh wow! Team coleslaw. Appreciate <laughs> cousin Bush for getting me the jerseys. Giants got their ass kicked so bad you took a meat cleanse. Yeah. <laughs> After looking at how big and fat Matt Mike McCarthy looked next to oh, that okay. skinny play I was going to say Brian Table. I, I, you know, I maybe I've gotten some feedback that I look big and fat next really? to the skinny play sheet. Oh wow! I don't know what the skinny play sheet is, but just you know, trying to trying everything at this point. Bobby, <laughs> J- offensive line coach, still has a job, so like really? there is Did that. You, right. I will say Mark Lewinsky yeah. still uh, somehow has access to the building. Mark Lewinsky, does he have a blue dress? Mark Lewinsky. By the way, someone reached out and said that he was really happy that he didn't end up taking his kids to Mark Lewinsky's uh, football camp this oh, summer. Oh wow! So shout out to that guy out taking out in taking down a, a fellow small business. Right? Uh, are you? See, are some you, would say he took down himself with I, poor effort and energy. So I was, I have been, um, you know, soaking up some posts in the uh, giant subreddit. I'm worried that the team is just throwing the offensive line under the bus, not necessarily taking accountability. As a whole, no, for the what loss. do you mean? Who's throwing anyone under the bus? I, I just see Wh- who's throwing any. Tell me the fan, which player. Mark Lewinsky. Which player is throwing another player under? Oh the no, bus? I'm saying oh, the fan base. Okay, I, because it's very easy. A, a a number of the Giants like content creators uh, one uh, happen to be offensive line people, so you get like hyper focused, very easy to see video breakdowns of how shitty. The right side of the offensive line was. Um, I think there's also a lot of sensitivity to the past. Eric Flowers was 
Not that long ago, Sean. All right. Evan I mean, Neal, the new Eric God, Flowers. God help draft. God help DraftKings if they put out a controversial same game parlay <laughs> in this regard. I I think all of these things make it very easy to suggest and, and just visually, Sean. You watch a lot of football. Yes. We watch we watch uh, SEC versus FCS. When's the last time you've seen two dudes on an offensive line be less? Useful than in that game. <laughs> I'm not kidding. Oh, it was bad. Mark Lewinsky was not trying. If I was coaching a youth soccer game and a girl and one of my girls was giving that kind of effort, she'd be sitting her ass on the bench. Why Brian Dable and by extension Joe Shane have their uh, uh, something up their ass for this guy? I get it. You gave out a bad contract. Get off of it, right? What do you do when you got a bad hand and? In poker, Sean, you don't, you don't keep pouring money into it. <laughs> Take him out to the farm, get the old shotgun, and put him down. Uh, you don't want the dog to live like this. Dog. I mean, he's he is in danger. Yes, I would say it's a. I mean, he. <laughs> I I don't know how you don't play. You got to play someone else. And Andrew Thomas is hurt. That's great. So glad football <laughs> season's back. Football's back, baby. Hey, uh, and people are enjoying this once again. Oh, I'm, all I'm these re- it. people reaching out. Hey, man, I hate to say this, but the show's way better when the Giants <laughs> fucking suck. You know what? I hope there's a third down QB sneak uh, for the, the sake of the show. The, the for the chat, sake of the show, the chat is lit. Maybe there, Darren Waller's leg can fall off too while we're at it. <laughs> chat is lit. Uh, the uh, uh, Moonoff, friend of the program. Uh, hey, Moonoff. Five five tool player here over at SGPN. Does uh, a ton of shows. Girthy tool. He was saying, uh, shoes on the desk, that's kind of gross. These are oh. actually brand new shoes that we are giving away on this week's uh Patreon pick'em. There's some sweet, sweet uh Nike Air Jordan ones in nineteen eighty five South. So if you're oh, wow. if you're a shoe collector, <laughs> a kicks How guy, did you learn that? Oh, I did, read did, the box. Did you right? hire did you hire a shoe expert? No, I didn't I didn't bring in a kicks guy. I read the box. These are cool sneakers, and you can win. Uh, you can win them if you're in our uh, Patreon pickem slash Patreon. We got a lot to get to. Sean, Obviously, I'll offer to sign them the shoes too if whoever okay. wins. Uh, happy to sign them. I see, like if that helps you increase the value. Too. I would, if I won as an Eagles fan, I would say, uh, I you Ooh. know, I would have you autograph it, Ryan Kramer. Nine ten, never forget. And uh, uh, have as, you seen my a, my handwriting's not very good. <laughs> I can maybe get a signature on there. Anything else? Get maybe a number, maybe a symbol, a heart, maybe. We Anything have, else you'd like to add, Sean? No. Um, okay. Well, yeah, I would like to talk about uh, before we even get into these games. We got to. Uh, we got this week. Uh, our version of that was a disgusting act. That is a disgusting act. We always get a uh, a ton of uh, clips sent to us uh, that are well. You guys know the deal. Uh, this one though, the I think amount of people who tagged us in this one, I this felt, one felt good. Yeah, got a lot of uh, got a lot of attention. <laughs> Thank you, good DJs, for sending this over. I think actually producer Josh also uh, found it very active there I, on the social media. I can tell my day is going to be a good one. When I pop into the old DMS and I see a whole bunch of sp- stuff in the spam folder that isn't sexy bots. <laughs> hey man, did you see this clip? All right. Everyone let's just being on the same page because we know these guys are going to come. Hey Josh, Josh well, hold uh, on Josh. Start that again for me. Start that again for me. There you go. <laughs> With me accent, you know, really everyone just being on the same page because we know these guys are going to come. 
uh, a lot. I mean, there's <laughs> that, was, <laughs> that was the Iowa quarterback. But, um, I mean, we have- hey, bro. <laughs> My name's Cade McNamara. I like to uh, rip bongs and come. <laughs> I mean, the best part is how the there are adults in the room that were also laughing. So shout out to those. I mean, those guys might be in some hot water. Let's go. Like car wash activities, maybe. Is that why it was so funny? It is an Iowa Hey! DraftKings Sportsbook app. Have you downloaded it yet? If you haven't, what are you waiting for? Official sports betting partner of the NFL, the National Football League. You can new customers bet $5 on football, $200 instantly in bonus bets. Think of all the bets we give out. If you can't find something to get down on over at DraftKings, how can you even? How can you look yourself in the mirror and call yourself a DJ? Get in on the NFL Week Two action with DraftKings Sportsbook. Download the app now. Use code SGP to sign up. Your customers can bet just five dollars. Take home two hundred instant in bonus bets only on the DraftKings Sportsbook. Code SGP. The crown is yours. Look at that giant orange crown. Imagine winning so much cash on DraftKings, you actually buy yourself a crown. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details and state-specific responsible gambling resources. Bonus bets expire seven days after issuance. Coming off a week three and two on our Circa Millions pick, Kramer, we, we are surviving in the Circa Survivor. We did have the Ravens. Can we review the process of the millions? Sure. We we gotta be better about taking obvious flow chart situations. The Jags, the Browns uh, come to mind. We did we're war on the Rams. I know you didn't like the Jags last week, but we we have these flow charts for a reason. Yes, Sean. And I yeah. just wish you would have not just spit in the, in the face of a good flow chart. You're you're really mad about the. I, I feel like you're taking no, no, no. the Giants' loss out on me for no, suggesting the, the that the Browns play. I feel like we both liked. We I don't know how it didn't make it onto the card. Should have been there over the yeah. Chargers. Almost felt like we we wanted to put a favorite just to, to just to have it. Structure doesn't matter. Got to remember that for next time. All right. Anything else? I was going to compliment you going two and zero on your locks. Oh, thank you. I went one and one on my locks. I did hit my uh, three team tees and the Rams money line two to one, 10 and six ATS overall. Yes, sir. Good start to uh, NFL week one. Yeah. And I'll also Sean, I, I don't want to get, if you are driving, uh, make sure. Sh- oh, wow. Uh, Josh speaking from behind the curtain, making sure you also tout for him. Uh, he also, ha- we'll call that a lock chain. We we were lock chaining all the all the locks over here. Me and Josh, actually you too. We are almost perfect. We will strive for perfection next time. I, I I was I was I was just talking, waiting for you to be like, oh, and, but we we got through it. What I was gonna tout. I'm not sure what you're reading over there. Maybe I'm not reading chat. anything. I'm uh, waiting for you to. Well, I, I was giving you time to, to to say something. I thought you were looking something up. No, I. Okay. As you said you wanted to. You were you you got on your soapbox. So yeah. What? So the soapbox was, and again, if you're driving, pull over. <laughs> but I don't want to. I I'm not a big tout myself, but uh, the sheet, the NFL sheet, has been updated. Yes. Uh, that's all I'm gonna say. I'm aroused. If you'd like to be aroused with me. 
Just check it out. Looks fire. Ryan, I, f- I worry you're a little grumpy. I think it's. What do you I mean? Think, well, the have you fuck been, do you mean? You, the show got. Look at you to, over here, Mr. Happy Pants. Uh, I we had a we had uh, a good week. Get off my lawn. Your team didn't have a good week, but Team SGP yeah. had a good week. Let's lean in. Let's enjoy it. We only have so many no. NFL picks. Podcasts. Now we're on a team. Let's see. L- listen to how negative and t- angry you are. T I I M. No, I'm not. I'm not angry. Oh, you you. Serious grumpy vibes. I'm just I'm, a, I'm smash aroused. the like button if you think Ryan's being grumpy. The I have all the spreadsheet blood going <laughs> to the southern regions of my body. You have to know when to come. Bad count. Okay, case of gout, actually. Thursday night. Any any big anything last uh, big takeaways? I know you watched all the film uh, since Sunday when we last talked about the league. Any big takeaways? Anything anything you missed originally? Before we we advance. No, no macro takes. No macro. Uh, no, nothing macro takey. No, I mean, I uh, road teams look good. You know, I did go it. back and see how bad Kadarius Tony was. It was really bad. <laughs> I'm starting to uh, unregret. I need. I'm regretting apologizing for dancing on his grave. It was pretty funny. All right, Thursday night football, Sean. I guess you want to talk about your Eagles. They're hosting the Vikings. Th- this game did happen last year on. Thursday night in week two as well, right? Uh, um, Monday night, Monday. Okay, similar primetime, standalone primetime vibes. Kirk Cousins uh, on the road in Philly. That's not a spot I'm looking to, to, to take him here. They're catching six points plus two ten on the money line. Eagles minus two fifty eight. Forty nine is the total. Ah, uh, got a got to look. I mean, when you looked at the Vikings, obviously the 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 narrative is, Hey, if not for the turnovers, maybe they win that game. Uh, but I, I don't think the bucks are all that good. And then on the Philly side, you know, they kind of, it was one of those games where they started fast. Maybe they took the foot off the gas and uh, you know, new England kind of came in back into the game due to a schematical advantage that Minnesota should be able to take advantage as well with the linebacker linebacking core with Philly. I, I would imagine you're going to look to smash the Eagles. My instincts is to as well, because of just like the, it feels like this game could get very out of hand if the Vikings, uh, especially with uh, double Bradbury's out for this game, but the one on the Minnesota side, the center, if he's out, that could be a big problem. Kirk Cousins doesn't fare well with pressure up the middle, and I, it, you know, I did give out two touchdowns for the defense of the Eagles. So I don't think yeah, they I mean, can do they, that without if a they score <laughs> two defensive touchdowns. How are they not going to cover the spread? Uh, Garrett Bradbury, the Vikings center, is out. Their tackle, Christian Darrisaw, is questionable with an ankle injury. I'm projecting he will play, but yeah, obviously won't play. be 100 percent on the Eagles side. Yes, their cornerback Bradbury, he's in the concussion protocol. He's out. Safety Reed Blankenship's out. Uh, Kenny Gainwell, their running back, he's out. So again, hopefully you got that 30 to one uh, Rashad Penny first touchdown before the line moved. So I think they're. I am slightly worried about the Eagles' secondary. I do think their weakness is across the middle there with Hawkinson, maybe Jordan Addison, but Kirk Cousins needs time to be successful. And I think with the banged up offensive line, with the amazing get off that the Eagles' pass rush has, next gen stats, the uh, Eagles accounted for three of the quickest defenders by interior pass rush get off in Week One. Jalen Carter, number one, 0.68 seconds. Fletcher Cox, 0.72. And then Milton Williams had a pretty good game, 0.72. So the the Patriots had like a quick passing game. 
that neutralized the Eagles uh, rush there for a little bit, but ultimately Eagles did get home, created some turnovers. I think they're going to do that again. I, I, I again, uh, and I realize I'm saying again, someone in the Patreon's like, Sean keeps saying again. I like saying again, watch the game tape, Sean. So Fletcher, Fletcher Cox missing practice. Not a big deal. Fletcher Cox is fine. I, I, I like taking the Eagles as a home favorite eight and three ATS as a home favorite since uh, basically last year with Jalen hurts Vikings as road dogs, 10, 15 and one ATS since 2018, AKA when captain Kirk came uh, to the Vikings 30th in the league, I, the Vikings fold uh, against good competition. I just don't see on a short week, them being able to put together a good game plan and, and Brian Flores. His his idea is, hey, oh, we're just going to bring uh, a bunch of blitzes. We're going to blow up the Eagles. I, I just don't think that's going to happen. Th- this Eagles team, I think, had a wake up call against the New England Patriots, and after that, I, I think I think it was best case scenario. They won, they covered, they still had a wake up call. So, yeah, I think this is a great spot for the Eagles at home on a short week. They're going to be able to exploit that secondary. Like there was there was meat on that secondary bone. Uh, Baker did a little bit. Uh, Baker could have done a better job of taking advantage of it, but Mike Evans was open deep. I think AJ Brown's going to have a big game. Dallas Goddard's are going to go out of, out of out of the out of their way to feed him. Brando that's, Brando that, in the chat saying Vikings money line. You you're out of your mind, buddy. That's the biggest. I mean, I I know that in general, I I probably want to look to take teams that are zero and one against teams that are one and zero. But in this spot, it it just it 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 reeks. Uh, maybe it turns into a bit of a scoring situation, but you know, with Flores, you, you just mentioned it. He's going to come after Hertz, but but he can't. He went after Baker. He, I think they were in the top five in blitz rate, but they were in the bottom ten in pressure yeah. rate. So it, it, honestly, if they do that to Jalen Hurts, that's something he's become quite good at, which is just relieving the the blitz pressure with the obvious open receiver. And I think you know maybe that's how Swift makes his makes his mark on this game is in the passing game. Uh, it's something that when you get him out in space, he can't make the wrong read. He he doesn't have the wrong lane to get through. So I I'm, I think AJ Brown has a big game. I think the Eagles dog defense has a big game potentially. Obviously, we're on the more public side here, but. I, I don't really quite understand why this has come down from six and a half yeah, to six. I think it's purely just I, the numbers. Nerds. It, was, it was it was seven and a half at one point. Oh, the look ahead, maybe if you're are you saying the the organic. I think number? there were, I think there was some seven and a halfs out there. Oh, I I I don't think this. You you could be right. I I don't have enough data to debate that with you. But I I was under the impression it opened at seven and it's come down. And you know I don't quite understand why. Why like why would this not just you know, we were doing, we were talking what the look ahead lines were out in Vegas. And this almost certainly had to be seven and a half. It just in general, I think it, when in doubt, take the home team on Thursday night, it, the, the quick turnaround, especially uh, on the defensive side for the Vikings. I think it's just, it's just gonna be tough Eagles. I, I also like teams who uh, first game on the road. Now you come back home. I feel like inherently they're a little undervalued there. Do you, did you have a stat of O and one teams versus one? And no, I, I, I ended up pulling, I ended up kind of landing on a, a different um, type of trend to highlight, which is uh, more of a, we'll call it a mini closure eyes special. Oh, and we have some uh, this episode. Well, We not only have closure eyes specials, but yeah, I, I was more, when I started diving into that whole, like should we just be uh, squares and talk about O and one teams versus one and O teams? And I was like, nah, this isn't as good as I thought it would be. 
but double digit uh, losers week one, they come back at a pretty high clip 39, 22 and one ATS in week two Oh, okay. uh, in games that they only win 32 out of uh, 32 and 30 straight up. So, uh, you know, obviously mini close your eyes, special kind of a hyper focused week one overreaction type trend, right? These are the teams that get blown out week one. They come back. Uh, they look a lot stronger. If you want to, you know, remember, maybe we get in the time machine and we remember last year when this went five and one, the only team that lost was the Rams not covering 10 and a half against the Falcons. That was a bonkers game. So, and, and, and Falcons kind of backdoor that, you know, it, interestingly enough, like again, like Packers minus 10 was on this list. So it's not just all dogs. It's not just they're, they're covering numbers. They're, they're, they're winning outright. Too. So Ryan, you're on the Philadelphia yeah. Eagles laying six. Hey, before we go, on to the next game. We have to play a clip. This is an all time Eagles fan getting into it with a Vikings fan. This was 2017 NFC Championship. Eagles won, of course, 38 to 17. Or 38. Oh, it's so great. Yeah, the, the visual is very strong as well. YouTube.com slash sports gambling podcast. I mean, uh, I was just waiting for that like big man with a beard, just with a full like body right hook right through that kid's face. That kid clearly hasn't been punched too many times. <laughs> I mean, his his hands are way down. All right, let's head over to Sunday. Sean, how are you feeling about Thursday night football week two? It's almost too fast, right? It is quick turnaround. Yeah. I, I realize that. How are you feeling personally? That's I mean, I'm ready. I got right back into it. No, no, uh, no issues with the hammies. No soreness. No vet day needed. I, I'm feeling good. Yeah, I had my had my Vegas recovery days. I'm ready to go out. I mean, we're going to be right back in Vegas on Friday <laughs> night uh, for our live Eason show, nine o'clock Pacific. Just hit me. But yeah, I, uh, I I'm ready to go. It is it is fun. Obviously, you got to get the win, but getting that because then. Once you get that Thursday night win, you get that Thursday night cover. You are just cruising. You're playing with house money the feet rest up, of the yeah, weekend. Yeah, feet up on the table. You don't got to worry about it. Just relaxed football. Um, it, I would say be careful because you could always end up with a little too much action. Get a little reckless Saturday night. You're, you all the shefty bombs come out. You think you're going to beat everyone in the market. You got all these props. All right, Sunday morning, a game that I definitely want to get involved in prop wise. The Los Angeles Chargers. They take to the road where they tend to be a better team. Tennessee, the Titans, Mike Vrabel. Uh, maybe he'll be cutting the, another game from a one score game to a smaller one score game. Titans plus three plus one twenty four. I mean, we should nominate uh, Mike Vrabel for real men yeah. of DJs. Uh, the fact that he he just down four points. SGPN presents Real Men of Degens. Real Men of Degens. We salute you. Mike Vrabel inside the opponent's red zone, <laughs> down four points. A lot of coaches would go for it, risk it all. Not you. Kept it close to the vest. Made sure you got those points. Cut it from a four point game to a three point game with 2.15 left to go. Hey, you had those three timeouts. You had the two minute warning. Couldn't get the stop. But most importantly, Mike Vrabel, you got the cover. And that's what we care about here on the Sports Gambling Podcast. So, salute, Mike Vrabel. Great coaching. It's like a big score, little score. 
They're both one score, but for variable, big score, bigger than small score. I mean, he, maybe he just didn't think his team could score a touchdown. Needed two field goals, Sean. It was a two possession game for uh, old Mike. Yeah, Grable. yeah. Admittedly, uh, my my Ryan Tannehill MVP <laughs> ticket no, not no. looking too good. Uh, again, I, one of the things I'm also kind of looking at this week is taking teams that just they. I think they all have looked in the mirror and realized that maybe they needed to go a little harder in the preseason. Eagles, one of them. I think they they spoke publicly about it. Uh, another one I think is Tennessee. The Titans are now plus three, plus one twenty four at home. Chargers minus one forty eight. Forty five is the total. Uh, as you can see on the screen, if you're watching, the Chargers are also uh, one of our very public teams this week. <laughs> which West Coast team coming east? The the mighty Titans come home after playing in a tricky road spot against the the new look Saints. We're not sure if this defense is elite. Maybe it is. Maybe the defense is really good. What scares me about a Titan, uh, as I'm an adopted Titans fan this season, tighten up. Uh, well, DeAndre, our SGPN football doc, pointing out that he was rubbing a part of his ankle. That's a little scary. So D Hop did show up on the injury report. That, that makes me a little nervous. But w- what I really just want to see him in this, do do in this game is just run the fucking ball. Like go out there, run the ball. You got Derrick Tannehill some better situations to to throw. I mean, some of his throws were really bad. Well, also let's try to avoid those. <laughs> let's not do that. I mean, they they had some guys wide open down the field. I, I don't know if it if it was him being a little. It looked like he kind of had the yips. Chig was wide open and he just because he didn't it. play I, again. These he guys. looked. There was just a lot of sloppy play. We, we I got, we got. And I do think teams like the Titans, who had that road game in a tough spot against the Saints defense, now now looking at it, probably pretty decent. But now coming back home, I think this is a great spot for them, especially for a soft ass Chargers team. You're bringing the physicality. You're bringing Derrick Henry, aka the big dog. Austin Eckler is a little bit banged up. Mike Vrabel, twenty three and nine ATS is an underdog of three or more points. Love that and. For the Titans, Arden Key generated a league high eleven pressures in his Titans debut, four more than any other player league wide. I, I think they can get a pass rush on Justin Herbert. I think they're going to be able to pressure him. And you look at the other side; the Chargers' defense really struggled. So if there is a get-right game for uh, Manahill, aka and and you know winning over the Tana stands, I think it might be this <laughs> game because well, I think I. Durham Smythe was, uh, you know, getting work against his Chargers team. I think Chig can. Oh, I like it. You're still, you're still in on the Chig, the Chig oh, wagon is moving strong. One hundred percent on Aust- Chig. Oh, you didn't mention it, but Austin Eckler. I, I know we like to think, well, Josh Kelly looked great in the preseason this yeah. year. We hear Austin Eckler on his own show saying that Josh Kelly's a great handcuff. This almost feels like insider trading. Can so can we investigate Austin Eckler here? He's he's just, is he going to play? I kind of think he's still going to play, but. We've seen this in the past when Eckler's not 100%. It really affects this offense. It's like Keenan Allen and Eckler are the things that are really required to make this offense go. We've already seen Mike Williams. Do we know uh, is he going to make it back with the 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 concussion? It seems like receivers in the new like the new 2023 concussion stuff. Receivers are almost certainly going to miss a game. I, I feel like that's a safe assumption at this point. I, I like the way that they looked as an offense, but they found a way to charger. And Tennessee, while they looked like relative garbage 
on the road. I mean, that that game is the all-time example. Well, their of, their offense, their defense, I thought looked pretty good. Well, bo- uh, both teams shit the bed a bunch in the <laughs> scoring zone, and so uh, I guess for better or for worse, I mean, they let up 16 points on the road. You got to get that dub. And so, uh, the other thing I, I would call out is. I'm very. I, I would be willing to start to wonder if I if we're going to be wrong about. Are we wrong about what the offensive changes were going to be in the in Chargerville, a AKA they were going to start throwing the ball down the field more because they didn't. Well, I, part Secondly, of that part he, of that it seemed like Fangio well, that, their their game plan was hey you want to run for eight <laughs> yards every time do it and the Chargers did so I think they are going to try and take some deep shots. What I'm banking on is guys like Arden Key getting the pressure on Herbert before they can complete those passes downfield. Now you know where Staley got it from. His mentor, Mr. Fangio, right? Like he played the same defense against him. And so, you know, is it a, a fair narrative to say that this this offense isn't changed or was it just the matchup as you're suge- suggesting? I worry I still worry cuz the Titans back end, we saw them have some massive problems against a Saints team that we don't know is going to have a good passing offense. Alave is really good, but if they have the same problems against the Chargers, I do think that Herbert's going to going to get it done. I, I I still have to take I, the I worry, Titans. I, worry. I have to take the Titans. It's it's the convergence of a spot. A, a team coming off a tough road spot. Chargers coming off a good home game where they just blew it. Normally, I would like the Chargers. <laughs> they on they the blow road, it every fucking time, and I'm mad so, at myself that we both talked ourselves into the Chargers minus yeah, three. They were gonna charge up. the entire time. The, the the Dolphins left tackle Teron Armstead was out. Joey Bosa, wake the fuck up. They 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 were almost wake dead last up. in the league on pressure. How could you not get any pressure on Tua? Insane. Tua did have a good game. I mean, he now has he shares the same MVP odds as uh, Mr. Patrick Mahomes. So you <laughs> go process that in your blender. All right, so we're just gonna agree again. Are we gonna? Is Tennessee the team that we're just gonna like stupidly follow down into the depths of the fucking ocean? I like. I I think I think they're a well coached team. I think they play hard. I think they're pretty. Tannehill looked team. fucking horrible. And, and I don't we think they get any respect in the market. I. Oh, let's but just, you he can, was rusty, right? But was rusty. No, but you can make a great case as to why you why that makes them a valuable yeah. team. Tannehill <laughs> played the spin. worst fucking game of all time. <laughs> he spin. threw three interceptions. They still covered the spread. Yeah, that's great spin. And they're a dog again. Yeah. If they were a big favorite, they're not a team I'm going to be looking to lay a bunch of points. But as a home dog, that's that's tighten up territory. And having the ultimate tiebreaker of Vrabel is willing to cut a two field goal game to a one field goal game <laughs> late in a game when you're catching three. That's that's a nice uh, that's a nice ace up your sleeve. Anytime the Chargers are favored by three, I'm fading them <laughs> because the, the idea that they are going to pull out a close win is just bonkers. What am I thinking? Yeah, the chat suggesting maybe some first half action on the Chargers. Oh, Sean, maybe a little double result here. Yeah, stay tuned for the uh, props oh, show coming oh, up on Friday. But have, <laughs> Chargers win the first half, Titans win the game. That mm. is going to be delicious. That's going to be like fourteen to one. No, don't don't alert the uh, chat. It's n- well now all they're, the value. They're hammer it. It's all out. All right, moving along. Uh, game number two, which by the way, Sean, ask me if we have eight games. In the early window, so God's eye can be perfect. We have eight games. Really? We might have to pull out the teardrop so we can get red zone going on. Oh, because I was uh, I was spacing it out and I looked at nine, but of course the oh. first game's Thursday. So yes. yeah, you're right. Eight. 
Eight uh, perfect games. We did it again. Only four in the late afternoon window because we have two Monday night games at the same time. Do, 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 and if, do, I mean, Goodell, do, do, we're gonna have do, to have. Do. We gotta have a little one on one with Goodell later on in the episode. Green Bay, the Packers, we're head are heading down to Atlanta. This is a this is a low key like fun fun Jersey matchup game. Should be played around Christmas though. Packers are laying two on the road. What? Minus one thirty on the money line. Falcons plus one ten. Forty is the total. Packers back to back road spot. Also the public side. Oh, look at these graphics, Sean. Very. I nice, am, I, nice the, work. The production team has been slaving away. Came out looking sharp, and again, this is it, a lot of these spots. And call call me an old vet. It just seems like I look at the matchup. It's like, oh, okay, Green Bay coming off a matchup where they always dominate flow chart game. Now they're going on the road for the second game in a row against the team that may out like may just be better at what they want to do than them on their own turf. Oh, you're one of these haters. You're one of these haters. Well, I have Kyle Pitts in my fantasy team, and his air yards are through the roof, and they just won't get in the ball. Why does Arthur Smith keep doing this to us, Ryan? He he drafts these guys really high, and then they're skilled players, but he does not. Does he understand target share percentage? My my, I've been. I I I don't think Arthur Smith is a good coach, but I do enjoy how he's just. What do you mean? Personally trolling the fantasy community. Let's let's be uh, let's be objective. Yeah. In the uh, first of all, I have been replying to all those fantasy people want to know, and some of these conversation threads have gotten way too long because draft capital gets involved. It's like <laughs> all the buzzwords, PSI. <clears throat> Excuse me, but uh, my my take is on the off season. What did we say? Well, they spent a bunch of money in the defense, so that should improve. Now yep. people are fucking surprised that the defense is looking better, and we said, well, they also ev- played a quarterback sure, in his first yeah, career start, but. That last year's defense wouldn't have been able to do that. They didn't have Jesse Bates, playmaker in the back end. They got some pass rush now. They also w- went out and intentfully brought in people that were physical motherfuckers to play ground and pound, mustache lifestyle football. So what do we? What happens? Well, yes, they're playing Bryce Young in their first start, but they beat him up, and what happens? The, the, the small lead goes to a big lead in the fourth quarter, because that's what happens when you run the ball more than you pass the ball. John Madden, Madden would be so proud and so He's disappointed one of those guys who will get penetration in you and trying to take the inferior ground and pound unit in green Bay, Aaron Jones, hamstring injury. That's scary because once again, it seemed I test that AJ Dillon uh, maybe isn't a second round pick worth taking to piss off Aaron Rodgers. I do think if Aaron Jones isn't a hundred percent, this, this is a game. You, there's no way you can take the Packers. He, he was everything for them. Their defense played well, but they didn't play a team that was going to line up and do what the Falcons did. I, I don't know what the bears were trying to do in that game. Sean, you bears, ju- bears ran the ball a bunch. The, the, the underlying story that you're missing Ryan is the Packers run defense is greatly improved. Khalil no, Herbert disagree. When you're playing someone that can't pass the ball, it's easy to play run defense. Well, you you think Desmond Ritter can pass the yes. ball? Yes, 115 he, passing yards. He didn't have to pass the ball. Okay. They won by what do you? If if I were to come at you with an argument like this in a game where Justin, if if uh, Jalen Hurts didn't have to throw the ball, uh, Desmond Ritter didn't have to throw the ball. I, I hate yes. what people are saying yeah. about this. They won the, they won the game by two touchdowns. They didn't have to pass the ball. Right. Why is that a negative? 
I don't think it is a negative. Congratulations on the Falcons. Congratulations on us for both picking the Falcons. What I'm saying is I think they're going to have to pass in this game and I don't trust Disagree. Desmond Ritter as a quarterback. And I'm pointing out the Packers rush defense played a pretty uh, important role in slowing down the Chicago bears. Cleo Herbert, nine for 27, Roshan Johnson, five for 20 Foreman, five for 16. They did a good job of slowing them down. They didn't let Justin Fields go off. I think they saw in they, some ways the game was out of hand early. They had to pass. I, I mean, again, this, the, the, I, I hear what you're saying. I don't think this green Bay run defense has gone from the worst unit to the best unit overnight. I don't think they did it either, but I think they played the run much, much better than they had previously. They held fields under 60 yards. It's another, t- like if Aaron Jones isn't a hundred percent, what's the weapon? Luke Musgrave. Yeah, three for fifty. Looked very good. And I think he's going to be a tough matchup for them, along with Romeo Dubs. And I think Matt LaFleur is Dubs a better is also banged up. Yeah, and he played great last I, I just, week. Yeah. I, I think and I think they have the better coach. They have the better quarterback. I think Jordan Love is better than Desmond Ritter. I think he's I think he's more experienced. I think you know, maybe sitting the bench for a couple of years there is what he needed. So yeah, I'm I'm in on I, the Packers. I don't hate love. I will say just again, I test Arthur stuff. Smith, four, eight, and one, ATS after a win. Falcons in general, seven twenty seven and twenty-five against the spread at home following a home win. Again, I, I think this is a different Falcons team. They were they were pounding a team in the fourth quarter. Our guy Tyler Algier, two touchdowns. Bijan looks legit. I think again, this team, they might be not throwing the ball to Kyle Pitts and Drake London. And that's somehow creating this negative reputation for the team. <laughs> Matt Holland is, is still out there knocking dudes on their fucking ass. I don't understand why they're not favored here. Like I'm dead serious. I, I don't sure, even, th- I could, I could see if you want to say the line should be minus two minus Atlanta, three Atlanta minus one, something like that. Three. Yeah, totally. But uh, minus three, why is it not minus three green Bay not, just beat the shit out of a team. They always beat the shit out of not crossing a, a bunch of key numbers. And I think green Bay is the better team. Oh my God, Sean, this is, this is your worst take of the week. I'm okay, stamping it right now. Atlanta. I'm guessing you're on Atlanta. I'm on Atlanta. Okay. I, I think we're going to see a similar game. Especially if Aaron Jones's hamstring is bothering him. Indy, the Colts, Anthony Richardson, I will admit, looked better than I thought he would. They're laying a point here at my Texans. Plus 100 for the Texans, Colts minus 120. 39 is the total. Oh, boy. I mean, one of these teams. The, 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 the AFC South is very quickly turning it. I mean, the Jags could run away with it, and they're horrible. I shouldn't say they're horrible. They have flaws. The Colts look like they they're going to be maybe be in a lot of games. The defense looks good. Do we have a Shaq Leonard update? Did he get through the game unscathed? That's a great question because he usually back to back house of cards over there with the Jim Irsay. <laughs> uh, I'm I would I'm concerned if I'm a Colts fan that Anthony Richardson's already banged up, and I love the quote of well he could have gone back in there if they were still in the game. Well he just got hurt because you thought you were still in the game. The fuck are you talking about? Uh, a very fortunate cover there for the Jags. Some would say. Uh, on the other side, you know. Oh yeah, I, the, they were right on the edge right. of putting. They got down to the, what the one or yeah, two yard. But line? again, he said they weren't. They he said that 
he could have played if they were in the game. Yet he was hurt playing in the game, <laughs> like two minutes. Like also came. Th- also, it shouldn't have mattered yeah. because they should have just kicked the field goal. Football to, guy move. To cut it. You, you were down two scores. You needed two scores. But what would Mike Vrabel do? <laughs> That's the meme we have. To, <laughs> what would Vrabel definitely knew, would have known to kick the field goal there? This game's interesting because I do think the Texans' defense probably probably the best unit on uh, the field. Would you say is it fair to say that they were kind of impressive? I I thought if you they really gave, they gave Lamar some trouble. Yeah. Rewatch that game. Lamar, Lamar and that offense did not look good. They had but a couple. Some fort- of that I do think is is Lamar too. Couple fortunate outcomes and um yeah I I I'm I'm optimistic for the Texans. I know I that's probably not a uh, so that's not Falcons, an objective take. Texans. But in this game, I, I, to me, this. But again, we're back to just like simple handicap. Should Anthony Richardson be a favorite on the road? That to me is is crazy. But I would say the <laughs> counter is the flow chart. The Colts own the Texans. Yes. yes. Even when they have guys like Carson Wentz, even when they have well, guys like Carson Matt Wentz. Ryan, they figure out ways to beat the Texans. But to your point, why it, it feels like they're both. Rookie quarterbacks, rookie head coaches wouldn't wouldn't shouldn't the the Texans be the home favorite here? I do think the Colts did a good job of stopping the run. I do think that could cause some problems there for uh, Damian Pierce. But on the other side, the Colts—that's the biggest lopsided matchup, right? Yeah, the Colts, Colts ex- versus CJ Stroud. Yeah, the Colts extremely thin at running back. Deion Jackson had 13 carries, 14 yards. Evan Hole is banged up. They they're just a complete mess. It's it's going to come down to Anthony Richardson running around and I I do think Anthony Richardson looked better than CJ Stroud. The the counter of to that counter is <laughs> Texans at home. Yeah. This is just an ugly game. Please uh, don't well, please don't lock this up, right? No, no. This, uh, well, but it falls into a similar category. You have the Colts who are in an optimal situation at home, but they always lose week <laughs> one. I'm and laughing at, at the, the YouTube chat. Easy saying, Kramer had in his notes last year, don't fall in love with the Texans and abandon that before the season started. <laughs> I don't know what it is. I just lovable losers, I, I think. Um, yeah, I. I think you have the Texans coming home off of a bat. You know, okay. a, a, would we agree that the loss wasn't as maybe the score doesn't make it seem makes it seem worse than it was? Here's the here's well, they were kind of hanging around. <laughs> they didn't. Uh, they scored nine points. Yeah. So yeah, I, I need to see touched in touchdowns. Touchdowns they, are nice. Texans. I I, I know you're not. Uh, I don't want to insult teams who didn't score a touchdown uh, week one, Ryan, but. I think not scoring a touchdown is a big thing, and we'll get to it when we talk to Ravens. But they they had cornerback issues, and the I didn't see anything out of that Texans passing game. So if the Colts can slow down the running <sighs> game, and the Texans can't get anything going with the passing game, this game is going to come down to how many turnovers does Anthony Richardson have? If he has I one, can't, I can't do it. If he has one, I, I think they're good. It. If they have two or more, Dude, I think it's cold. It's a road game for Anthony Richardson. We have no idea what that's going to look like. We saw CJ Stroud in the worst possible situation on the road week one against Baltimore. You know what? Give me the Houston Texans home divisional dogs. Shocking the world home divisional dogs. You know, those are profitable long-term Sean. We, we highlighted the week one uh, trend. Uh, the early season trend expands out similarly. Uh, 
Oh my goodness, what just happened? Uh, your sheet's all fucked up, Ryan. I don't mean to insult your sheet on the air, but oh my god, the random stuff is in bold. There's the, the you just, you fucking. I wasn't it, for those. For those, all who, I'm doing is entering in the well, the team just, names. If we've ever collaborated in a sheet with Sean, you understand. I'll just leave it at that. Uh, shout out to those people. <laughs> who Give is that? Houston, I don't know anyone that's ever collaborated in Google Sheet with you. I'll go with uh, I'll go with Indy. I like Anthony Richardson. Uh, come on, Sean, on the road. And most sure? exciting, most exciting player on the on the field. We we have to be focused on that. Maybe uh, young people will look better at home than on the road earlier in their career. We have to remember that. Final answer. Okay. Yep, I'm sick with I Indy. Tried. I tried. Guys. Maybe you're. Uh, maybe you falling back in love with Indy. It seems. Is this a new? Is this a new Andrew Luck? Oh, I didn't have Indy. Oh, you, hold on. Is had, this Black Andrew Luck? Is this, <laughs> <laughs> oh. I had Ravens Week One. What are you talking about? No, you've fallen back in love with Indy, is what I'm saying. Oh, eh. uh, that's my new nickname for Anthony Richardson, Black Andrew Luck. <laughs> well, Andrew Luck won me a lot of money, so if he has the same uh, ATS record, then I'm going to be loving some Anthony Richardson. Maybe uh, I'll maybe I'll fly down to Houston support my Indianapolis Colts. If I do, I'm going to need some last minute tickets. I'm, you know what I'm doing. I'm firing up the Game Time app. I've already signed up. I've already claimed my twenty dollars off. Using the promo code SGPN, but you still have time to do it. If you haven't signed up, what are you waiting for? Treat yourself this weekend. Go out, see some college football, see some NFL football. Go out, experience the tailgate. Maybe your team has a primetime Thursday night game. Go, birds. Not just sports either. Concerts, comedy. Take the wife out during the week. There's no action right now. Wednesday night, perfect uh, night for date night. Friday night, Thursday night, there's NFL college Saturday, Monday to uh, not Monday, Monday night football, but Tuesday and Wednesday right now, perfect time to take the wife, the girlfriend, or maybe both depending on your lifestyle, take them out to a nice little concert and uh, save a couple bucks on the tickets. Download game time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. Download the game time app or go to gametime.co. Create the account. Use promo code SGPN for $20 off your first purchase. So the flow chart would tell you the final thing on the Texans Indy. and Colts would tell you Indy. Yes. But last year the Texans were one zero and one against the Colts. Who can remember that riveting tie? <laughs> and then that thirty two thirty one game at the. Um, I mean, just two of the most important matchups of the season. Uh, perhaps this will be another one. All right, another ten a.m. kick here, Seattle. Sean, we have our first close your eyes special. Oh. The Seahawks, uh, of course. Reminder for those who don't know, the close your eyes special underperformed the spread by twenty one points, and and you're catching points the next week. Long term success. I don't have the exact number. It doesn't matter. Uh, it'll be in the sheet though. Definitely have the long term number in the sheet. Uh, so Seattle is in that spot. They of course got their ass beat by the Rams. Now they're catching five and a half points against the Detroit Lions, who are coming off that Thursday night football win against the Chiefs. Some say they dumped the Gatorade potentially in that one. A little bit of celebration, although Dan Campbell not surprised. Uh, it's what he expected. I uh, love that. <laughs> I, that would be great. If just a coach goes. I was shocked. I actually had the Chiefs in my uh, survivor pool. I was shocked we won. My <laughs> minus two thirty for the Lions, plus one ninety for the Seahawks. Forty seven and a half is the total. I think this is going to get old, but uh, Dino 
Yeah, he wrote back way too many times. That I I identified the Seahawks <laughs> as a fraud. Uh, had, not all the way in the, on that yet, but yeah. had the Rams on the money line. The difference is, and and crazy stat that uh, we had over youtubecom podcast, The Lions being ten and one, ATS their yeah. last eleven games. I think the markets finally caught up to this Lions team. I understand they have extra little extra rest, which I don't think matters as much early on. Here's what I do think matters. Uh, there's a couple injury things going on. Devon, uh, D- Devin Witherspoon, number yep. five pick overall. He's making his debut. So getting he he was injured, missed that first game against the Rams. AK Puka Nakua and Tutu Atwell going off. Witherspoon having him back there, even though he's a rookie, I feel like that's got to help. To me, this is this. Well, is, we thought he would be the guy ready to go. The like early on, he seemed cornerback like plug and play. NFL ready. Jamal Adams back too, right? Yeah. Maybe that matters. He he seems to cause mayhem, whether it's good or bad. May or chaos maybe is a better term. Whether it's good or bad for his team, we'll see. Well, and and let's be real. The the Lions offense didn't look that good against a very suspect Kansas City defense. That Kansas City defense one isn't great to start. They didn't have their best player. He was sitting out. And they yeah. only put up 14 points. I thought the Lions offense looked pretty out of sync. They did get that pick six and uh, kudos to them. For for getting that win and getting the cover, I, I'm not trying to diminish it too much, but I, I don't think like the offense looked amazing. They weren't throwing darts all over the field. Tariko wanted to put an asterisk on it. Yeah, that. Uh, <laughs> hey, they won the game, but <laughs> let's let's take a look at the Seahawks team. The, the Seahawks team did do some things right. Uh, they held the Rams to 92 rushing yards on 40 carries. Some of that was them running the clock when the when the game was uh, at a hand, but I thought overall their their rushing defense was pretty good, and I think that's how they're going to beat the Lions. I also think DK Metcalf. There were guys open, and some of that's probably Andy Reid scheming guys open, but there were guys open against that Lions secondary. They just couldn't take advantage of it. They didn't have Travis Kelsey. They, they lose the game if Kadarius Tony is not playing receiver. <laughs> <laughs> the Lions. Yeah, to be sorry, clear, yeah, yes. yeah, the Lions. If if the uh, if if KT if Young Joka is just in the lab working on the next album, Chiefs win that game. Tyler Lockett dealing with a concussion issue, but I think he's going to be good. I think DK Metcalf actually could have a really big game in this dome environment. I, I think Geno Smith actually has a okay bounce back game. To me, this is just this is where we want to play the Seahawks, right? Not as a not as a decent favorite, but as a underdog. When their when their expectations are low, that's when you want to get on Seattle. Seattle 51, 35, and 3 against the spread as a dog in the Pete Carroll era. I keep wanting to look for opportunities to fade the lines as decent sized favorites. I think this is the time, and then obviously the close your eyes special. So yeah, give me Seattle plus five and a half. It's ugly though. The tackles are out. They signed Jason yeah. Peters. I do. That's think always a bad sign. And I, if they lose the game, I think it's Hutchinson wrecking one of these backup tackles. Uh, well, which I, is my biggest concern. We, you know, he might have small hands. Um, once shook hands with him, and I, I do have question on that. But I, and, and I would say this: if I'm Pete Carroll, I gotta, I have to see that Kansas City had success running the ball. But Andy Reid did what Andy Reid does and forgot about running the ball. I think if it, I think Pete, I actually kind of disagree with your game plan. I think that Pete Carroll needs to come out, pound the rock with 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 canine dog, pound the rock with Jack, Zach Charbonnet. Do whatever you got to do, make it easier for Geno Smith. Maybe it's a little bit more of a we're gonna take some shots, 
We're going to run some play action, but we got to protect this offensive line and pound the rock. So again, they're not meant to look good, but this is also a very clear case of catching a team coughing, coming off a bad spot, really bad spot uh, in Seattle. And then you have a Detroit team coming off of the best possible spot. Now I know they're coming home now, but from a value perspective, there's no way. Do we know? I think I believe this was a three point, it was three. three and a so, half maybe in the look at. Yeah, I I just think it's a two and a half point swing for a team that I think is a little overhyped but still decent. I like Pete Carroll off a loss. I like Pete Carroll as a dog. I I think this is actually a good spot for them. All right, let's do it. Next up, ten a.m. So yeah, to I'm be clear, Seattle. you're on Seattle. Oh yeah, I I abide by the close your eyes special. Very. Re- very never will I go against the close your eyes special. It's my favorite trend of all the trends. It is a, it is a company play. It, it's uh yeah it it's somewhere in the sixty four percent range uh, long term I believe. I'll check the numbers. Ten a.m. The Bears heading down to Tampa. Don't know if there's any sort of uh, strip club problems here, but uh, if I'm gonna circle a guy, it's Chase Claypool. I remember when he threw that lipper in. <laughs> had no idea what he was biting off. They're catching two and a half here, Sean. Plus one twenty on the money line, minus one forty two for Baker and the Bucks. Forty and a half is the total. This feels like another one where Bears always get their ass kicked by Green Bay. Now they are going on the road to Tampa to take on a team that mildly fraudulent win. Tampa? Yeah. Oh, I I disagree. I thought they were the better team. Okay. I, I it didn't feel that fraudulent to me. I I don't. Okay. No, what what I'm saying, what felt for us? Oh, just I mean, Kirk Cousins gifted them some stuff. I, you know, I I don't think they won the game more than the Vikings lost the game. Oh, I, I don't disagree. know how you have you Justin, like you have Justin Jefferson like go off in the first half and you forget about him in the second half. I think this was a classic case of a someone someone overthought something on the Minnesota side of this. So and, I, I, and, I think and, and Tampa off- played fine. Like they didn't do anything bad. I don't think they did, did anything spectacular. Either. I think their defense played really, really well. That's why I liked them. That's why I thought they had a shot to win the game. So you're going to take them again? Oh, 100 percent. This wow. is. Uh, I know you're a. Uh, I I know you're a, a market dynamics guy, so you you can talk yourself into the Bears Whoa. here, Ryan. But this is this, this well, Bucks team. The defense flies around. They create turnovers. I think that's that's how they won the game. To me, you're looking at Justin Fields road st- road starts 13, 13 road starts, two and eleven straight up, ten touchdowns, ten interceptions. He's coming off a game where he had a three point three average depth of target. The the uh, the Bears defense was pretty bad. There is opportunities in that secondary. If you're low on Jordan Love, what he did with just having Romeo Dobbs and and Luke Musgrave, who you say aren't aren't that great of weapons. I think you got to be high on guys like Mike Evans, Chris Godwin. Do we have a do we have weather? It's going to be humid. It's going to I'm seeing 88 <laughs> degrees, 72% <laughs> humidity. I love taking Florida teams at home in September Add I do on like to that, that angle. We're not worried about this number. What am I what would I be worried about? Well, you know, basic ass lay two you're laying two and a half. You uh, want you want to be in that position? Yeah, for this game 100%. This is a good spot for the Bucks. I think I think their defense is This strikes good. me as the kind of game where uh, Justin Fields goes bananas. Like everything that people were expecting in last week's game, like 15 carries, 160 yards. In that heat and humidity, I think it's going to be tough. 
I think this I think this is gonna be the random fun game of the week. I'm definitely okay. gonna have some DFS stacks in here. And I'm gonna take Justin Fit. I think Justin Fields gets career win number six. That's my prediction here. <laughs> career win number six. Wow. In, in the Hot old fan, in the fanny pack, throw it. it. You make sure you get that fanny pack to go through security a little easier. Uh, society is just going the wrong way. We don't have to bring those things back. They're not more convenient. You just want to have a purse. That's all it is. You see what it is? All the guys who had fanny packs, they're now just flat out wearing purses. <sighs> Sean's clearly not as fired up as I am. Uh, 10 a.m. He's got on a lot West. of games to get to. I understand. <laughs> Vegas, the Raiders coming off a uh, nice little win there in Denver. No one expected that. Back to back road spot here. They will be staying at the Greenbrier in West Virginia, doing some bro team building. culture building. Bills. Coming off Monday Night Football, horrible loss. They're laying eight and a half here, minus three ninety five on the money line. Raiders plus three ten. Forty six and a half is the total. This has got to be obviously the teasers in play here with the Bills, right? But I, I, they're they're staying in West Virginia, Sean. Do we do we think that maybe the the book on McDaniel's it's all been a ruse? The culture is going to be uh, to me. McDaniel's in West Virginia is a bad thing. I think bad, <laughs> too much time for cult. His culture is bad culture, so this isn't a good thing. You, I was kind of worried about this game. I was, I was getting too deep into some of the numbers, Josh Allen versus the zone, and how good the Raiders were playing zone in, in week one. But no, I, I came to my senses. Bills well, by a million. I, I was hearing the, our our strip club uh, sources in Las Vegas. Say uh, <laughs> Devonte Adams, uh, Josh Jacobs, and maybe even the coach Josh McDaniels. Maybe a little team building activity at the old uh, at the old uh, gentlemen's club. Here's my take. I think this is just a this is just a great bounce back spot for the Buffalo Bills. I understand it's a short week, but I don't think the Raiders the Raiders aren't the Jets, right? The Jets know how to beat Josh Allen. They have Sauce Gardner. They have elite level cornerbacks. Raiders got that win. That was a that was a kind of ugly win. It was a division game. That's a, this is a tough spot for them too. Go you're you're in Vegas, then you go play a tough game at Elevation, then you got to keep traveling all the way up to Buffalo. Also, if they go one and one on this road trip, are they feeling that bad about themselves? It's a good point. I think they're I think they'll still feel okay. They're they're they would still be one and zero in the division. Josh Allen's really good against the spread after a loss. Nine and four. <laughs> Since his second season, I want to keep fading Josh McDaniels on the road. Not worried about the turnovers for Josh. I think I think Josh boy. I think this is a game where he doesn't turn the ball over. Too much focus will be placed on it. Yeah, I I would. I mean, we this has been the constant theme, but teams coming off like so Vegas has owned the Broncos. Well, they just own the Broncos again. Not really, but they won the game, so they're riding high. Bills, they're owned by the Jeff Jets lately. This just happened again. It seems like an obvious spot. I don't know why I was lingering on the Raiders, but uh, I'm back on Buffalo. Don't worry. Have I, no fear. I get it. Josh Allen better not uh, f you're, us in the B, as they say. You're a Josh Allen hater. I I understand. His brain the take is there. is down in, in New Jersey now. That's that's <laughs> I'm just objective take. 10 a.m. on the West. Well, that is. We have to discuss that though. Oh. If if he took Josh Allen's brain, what did he do with it? Because it's not it's not going to Brian Table. If you saw that offense, right? 
maybe maybe Josh Allen's brain got the lost. Fuck, in, are you talking? Got about? Lost we established in the offensive line did not oh, allow okay. the offense to operate. Oh, Pay okay. attention, dude. Do you know? <laughs> I'm I'm missing the talking points. Guys, guys are starting to wonder if you know ball. 10 a.m. on the West Coast, the Kansas City Chiefs are heading to Jacksonville. Hot tub. Plus three and a half for the Jags, plus 155 on the money line. Chiefs minus 185. 51 is the total. Again, everyone betting the Chiefs here, coming off a loss. Andy Reid off the mini buy. Fairly basic handicap, but I, I, I Kelsey's gonna be back. Chris Jones is back. Uh why why are we taking the three? Why we we're obviously laying the three and a half and not taking it, right? This is tough. Because you think Kansas City would be really good against the spread after a loss, but in the Mahomes era, they're only twelve and twelve ATS. Doug P twelve and four against the spread as a home dog, stat courtesy of her boy uh, Adam Rosenberg. I, I'm a little torn here because I get getting Chris Jones back, Travis Kelsey. They're gonna want to put it on them. I'll tell you. I'll on the other side, you have a Jags team, home dog. They're gonna be getting up for this game. It's a Florida team in September. That is a tough spot to go in oh, no. and get a a big win and a cover. The the last thing that has me leading the Chiefs is, well, one Cam Robinson, their left tackle, uh, he's been suspended, and then Brandon Sheriff, their right guard, who even he's dealing with a ankle injury. It if he doesn't like play, that's pretty big. Uh, I mean, it seems like he's not going to play. I I it, it seemed like they weren't optimistic at least so. That's not good, and and I think that was the one element of the the game where without Chris Jones and with that dominant offensive line for the Lions, the Chiefs' defense struggled. I don't know if that's going to be the same story uh, if the Jags' offensive line is a little bit in shambles. We saw Trevor make some Trevor type plays. I I'm in on the Chiefs here. I, I if not for the bounce back, more to also th- just think I. One, I think that the Chiefs' defense will be able to attack that offensive line, but I also think the Chiefs' offense is going to be able. I mean, Anthony Richardson had a good debut, partially because the Jags' defense isn't that good. That's my take on that. Ivetta's in the chat. She's a uh, Jags gal. I'm going Jags. Give me Jags plus three and a half. I don't feel this is not going to make it into my dog card. Because I, I'm not confident, I'm not that confident on the Jags. I think this this feels like a field goal game. It's going to be a good game. It's going to be. There's going to be watch. a lot of Chiefs fans there. You I don't think, think so? I think they're kind of back in Jacksonville these days. The Jags. Hmm. They get they got a new. Uh, you can park your personal watercraft at the stadium. That is nice of them, and the hot tub thing is fun. <laughs> it, good for Jacksonville. I'm happy things are going well. 10 a.m. on the West Coast. Last of the early kicks. Baltimore, Cincinnati. Little AFC North battle here. Bengals coming off. We'll, we'll call it. I, it does seem like people are making excuses for Joe Burrow, but they looked like shit. Cincinnati minus three and a half here. Minus 180 on the money line. Baltimore plus 150. 46 and a half is the total. As we mentioned earlier, obvious bounce back spot here for Cincy again, coming off a situation. They get owned by Cleveland. They got owned by Cleveland burrow starts slow. He started slow Baltimore. They took care of business. They always take care of business week one against inferior opponents. And now they're struggling with some cluster injuries, offensive line, defensive backfield. That's not good. 
Got to check to see what's in the water out there in Baltimore. Maybe they're eating too many of those crabs. I I really like the Bengals here. I I understand the stats of uh, Ravens have done well ATS against the Bengals. Some of that has been with their backup quarterback in there and them catching a big number. But to your point, the Ravens injuries, uh, tackle Ronnie Stanley, their center Tyler Linderbaum, uh, Marlon Humphrey, uh, their safety Marcus Williams. I rewatched the uh, the Bengals uh, Browns condensed game uh, earlier today to kind of get a feel. Was it the injury that was slowing down Joe Burrow, or was it more a general out of syncness, a general weather, some sloppiness? Browns kind of knowing what they wanted to do. What's your take? I think it was more the second than actually the calf injury holding him back. Bad and, weather. Yeah, I think that did. Like you looked at his grip; he wasn't gripping the ball well. Does he have small hands? No, but Watson oh. Watson looked like shit too. I thought they, it was just an ugly slap fest of a game. It's a classic AFC North division game. I'm not. It was not shocking. We were both on the uh, on the Browns there. I get they started out zero and two last year. Maybe that happens again here. But I think this is a great bounce back spot. Joe Burrow thirteen and three against the spread after a loss. The Bengals only got six first downs last week. Uh, spoiler alert: they're going to get more than six first downs this week. And the Ravens. I, we didn't even mention J.K. Dobbins tore his Achilles. Lastly, the real reason I am fading the Ravens big time here is Lamar Jackson had two fumbles, one of which he, one of which ended up being a turnover. But on one of the fumbles, he pulled a complete Cam Newton where he did not dive on that ball. Man, this a is a, it's a guy who doesn't have that dog mentality. I was, as a guy who's had moments cheering for Lamar Jackson, I was really. <laughs> Uh, dude, come on! You gotta fall on that ball. He did one of these where he almost jumped on the ball, held back. I didn't like what I saw there. I think they're giving you the three and a half, so you can you can have your little hook and feel good. Oh, I got a hook just in case, just in case I need it against Joe Burr. Bengals at home, they get it done in a big way. It, it is obvious, um, you know. Again, they, again, they started slow last year. Zero and two. I think they played the Cowboys maybe in week two. This is a little different with the divisional spot. And remember, last we saw these teams playing, Tyler Huntley almost got it done. He was he was like this close, Sean. You're watching on YouTube. I'm maybe maybe I'm showing you a third of the size of my parlay from last week on the Vison show. <laughs> uh and yeah, so th- this one is tough because my again, instincts say you take you just obviously you're taking Cincy here. They're coming off, like you mentioned, a horrible spot where they always look horrible and Baltimore looked as good as they're going to Baltimore looked good because they played a first time coach, first time quarterback. I, I don't think home. they look particularly sharp. No, I'm just saying if yeah. you look at the scoreboard and you're like, Oh, okay, I can deal with this. And again, uh, everyone knows it's sharp to lay the three and a half, not and, take the three and, and, a half. and Zay flowers look good. But I think in some ways that's gotta be concerning for the Ravens because you saw him out snapping out targeting Rashad Bateman, Odell Beckham jr. He became like those are veteran uh, guys that are supposed to be a big part of your passing game. You did draft him in the first round, and I did tell you he was going to be the best of the rookie receivers. Yeah, this year. Was, so far I, looking I like it. looking like a sharp take by me. Yeah, I'm with you. Let's let's lay the points here. I'm not I'm not on that many favorites this week, Sean. Not like you. That is that is troubling. What do you just, mean? I'm on a I'm on Chalky plenty Mick of Chalkerson over here. I got I got one or no sorry one two three. Three dogs. Okay. What are you talking about? Chalky McChalker. Speaking yeah. of dogs, I love dogs, including Underdog Fantasy. If you haven't signed up with Underdog, play their pick 'em yet for the NFL. 
What are you waiting for? They're running a uh, pretty cool promotion. If you include to his passing yards in your higher or low on pickums, where you again pick higher, lower, three fantasy stats, you go three and zero, oh, you get plus six hundred, you go five for five, you get twenty x. All you got to do is include Tua's passing yards, either go higher or lower, in your pick'em this week. They're picking ten people randomly. You don't even have to win. They're picking ten people to each give ten k away. How fun is that? And you get the bonus uh, sign up deposit uh, promo code SGPN. Kramer, how say you? Higher or lower to his passing yards, two seventy seven and a half. Already, already in on it. Higher. Okay. He, I don't know if you saw. He threw for four hundred plus yards. Easy <laughs> money. I'll go. I'll go lower there. Whoop. Yeah. I like that because you can't have it go higher because Jalen Hurts just didn't. That that's a smart take right there. Well, I I see what you. Well, did. we'll get to it when we break down the game. I do think. It's interesting. Tua Tua has kind of owned Belichick. You think Tyreek's going to run slower up there? <laughs> Long grass and Gillette. I, I just don't see it being a shootout type game. But uh, yeah, we'll get to it when we get to the Dolphins. But I'm going. I'm going lower. I don't think he has a bad game, but I'll, I'll go slightly lower. I know what our boy Big Rob. He's going to be all over the higher there. I got you, Big and Rob. And, and just to be clear, you don't have to hit that to get entered in the drawing. Winning does not matter. Uh, I mean, I guess you can shit or get off the pot, as they say. One oh five on the West Coast, the New York Football Giants. Who ho- I I would imagine Mark Lewinsky will not be joining them in the desert. He uh, he's probably still on that boat somewhere in the Eastern Atlantic. Oh, Ryan, road favorite Giants getting oh, all no. the money. Got to be stoked uh, for I'm that. Very scared and a, and a look ahead towards Thursday night. Oh Jesus, minus five and a half. <laughs> The, this number, uh, it opened at four. It's since climbed all the way to five and a half. Cardinals uh, plus two ten. Under reaction side. of the week, minus two fifty eight on the money line. Giants uh, or plus or I'm sorry, forty is the total. Very low number there. Now, I, I don't, I don't even, I don't even know. <laughs> Obviously, again, we deem right teams coming out of a situation that's been very horrible for them lately, uh, AKA the giants playing the Cowboys over the last couple of years. So if we think about that, if we think about the way the game started and how it was basically over uh, the giants offensive line in that state versus the Cowboys down uh, three, three scores uh, in, in the blink of an eye, not a good way to start. So maybe we can chalk it up as an outlier. Maybe we can chalk it up as that insane mismatch isn't going to exist in this game. And holy shit, I assume Mark Lewinsky's not going to play. Lastly, I think that, as you mentioned in the recap show, Josh Dobbs looked like hot shit. And if not for some ma- mistakes by the offense of the, the Washington Commanders, Arizona may not have scored at all. I didn't, I, I don't you think abso- you-, you absolutely said he played like garbage. I said he looked like hot shit. You look. You said he lo- didn't look good, and that the only reason that the Commanders won the game is because he gave them the ball repeatedly. I I thought he just. I thought he looked. Yeah, I wouldn't say horrible, but certainly, yeah, pretty. I would say lower than average. That being said, coming back, coming home, 
good spot for the Cardinals. Of course, Jonathan Gannon knows how to slow down that Giants offense. He's been doing it uh, basically his entire career. Oh, so now he's a good coach. He's a good defensive coordinator, I think. In certain against weaker weaker offensive opponents, yes. In this case, I will hype up Jonathan Gannon because I do. I think the Cardinals are able are going to be able to get pressure on Daniel Jones. They were able to get pressure on Sam Howell. I thought a pretty, pretty, and they got a defensive touchdown out of it. They that their defense, I think, to me, was the most surprising thing in that game. The offense did struggle. I think the offense will be a little bit better back at home, but I think the way you beat these Cardinals team is uh, sub, with some superior receivers and pass catchers. I just don't see them on this Giants roster right now. The Giants are on pace to be zero seventeen with a net point differential of minus six eighty. Uh, which would be historic in the NFL. I, I, they, they wow. got blown out forty to nothing, and there's no adjustment on this line. That to me is kind of crazy. Well, what was the look ahead line? Uh, seven. Okay, so it did, you, but it, see, it went down to four, and then I guess went up. You don't to five think and that? I mean, but objectively, you don't think that when games like get completely out of hand, like there's a certain element of it that. Certain sure, you will. can you can take it and project it over seventeen games, and sound like a real buffoon. Certain or, teams will lay down when they get down early. Yeah, I agree. And maybe you don't take. No, it just away. changes the way you play the game because obviously you have to adjust your offensive game plan. You have to adjust uh, what you're planning to do. If they come out and look like they looked in that first drive against the Cardinals, and rinse and repeat that, it's a completely different story. To me, the story, the 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 handicap is about Andrew Thomas. I I think their offensive line is going to. Cost them the cover at the very least, possibly cost them the game, and they are looking ahead to a much better opponent on Thursday night. We saw both teams, the Eagles and the Vikings, not play their best games. Kind of looking ahead towards that Thursday night, and that's something we've been seeing a ton in the. I NFL. don't think you can take this game with Andrew Thomas might not play. Well, who's playing then? If Andrew, I'm, I'm saying you can't take the Giants if Andrew Thomas doesn't play. And he right now, I mean, he played through the hamstring injury. I think he probably plays, but he's not going to be a hundred percent. Why play him then? Save because him for save him for the Niners. Maybe and maybe they do, but who's backing up Andrew Thomas? Azudu, which means Glowinski might have to still play. Well, yeah, I, I just think their offensive line is really going to be in trouble. Sure, I mean, then what what is this number about? Explain it to me. What do you mean? Like it's a simple handicap to say, well, if they can't block him again, they're gonna look like hot shit. So why are they laying five and a half then, Sean? Oh, because the the preseason calibration on the Cardinals was they're the worst team in the NFL. They're laying down, they're trying to tank. Tell that to those guys in that locker room. They they their effort was really good. I, I get that it wasn't it wasn't super pretty, but I, I thought they I thought the guys played hard, especially on the defensive side of the ball. Yeah. Uh well, it's a defense versus defense bat. Which defense scores more points? Well, that's the other thing. I think if they can just limit the turnovers a little bit, or even if they do turn it over you, some, you know the the, the t- you know what the positive takeaway from the Giants was? They might have a couple rookie cornerbacks that can play. They they weren't a ton of opportunities because again the game went out of hand and that Dak wasn't really passing the ball. But I I have a feeling we're going to see this defense show up. So I will. I will, uh, as a symbol symbol of uh, my my alliance with the New York Football Giants, <laughs> I will take them this week. But it's going to have to be wink. The defense <laughs> is going to have to score a touchdown. 
So I I can't I can't take a team that's going to rely on a defensive touchdown. Well, I think you just told me you're relying on a defensive touchdown. No, no, I think oh. I think the Cardinals defense is going to play really hard. Maybe they maybe they give up some stuff on the back end, but I I don't know if the Giants have the the weapons or the offensive line to make that happen. I, mean, I yeah, think they're I mean, looking, obviously I, if the offensive line looks the same way, they're not going to do anything. But yeah. if the offensive line holds up and they look like they did in that first drive, the Arizona defense is not the Cowboys defense. That's true. The but Cowboys I thought they, defense I thought is maybe the best. They they went on the league, they so. went on the road in a hostile environment and played really good ball. They they as much as we made fun of Jonathan Gannon for his soft ass limp dick uh, press conference and speeches and awkwardness, those guys got up for that game. Effort was not an issue for so that. You think, you think he's going to be able to get them up again? I think since it's their first game at home, yeah. I think eventually, if they keep losing, you lose the locker room. But I think game two, with the fact that they had the lead going into the fourth quarter, very limited offense. I think. You, like, I, I think. They, I think he still has the team. Is my. Point. I think. I think. Here's what I would say. You need the worst case scenario to happen again for the Giants' offense to be as limited as the Arizona offense is. So I think you're playing a floor against the ceiling. Give me the ceiling. Next up, 105 <laughs> on the West Coast. The Niners. You're crazy card. The Cardinals look out, Ryan. The Niners, who are on a back-to-back. -back Ryan is nervous about the Cardinals. I can tell. I'm not nervous about the Cardinals. Oh, okay. I am nervous about Andrew Thomas. San Francisco 49ers on a back-to-back -back road spot here, looking ahead to all Thursday night as well. Yes, great which, point. Which, by the way, Giants are staying out on the West Coast, so maybe this is a little culture build. Maybe there's a some pillow fight activities planned. Maybe some R Ryan. cornhole, a barbecue. Let, let's pull back the shtick. I'm genuinely not trying to troll. The Giants started out seven and two last year, got yes. out to a hot start. Since then, are you worried about where things are going? Big picture. No. Okay. They they I'm worried that their offensive line coach hasn't gotten any sort of maximiz he hasn't maximized some of the talent on the team. And I'm a little worried that they they continue to play this piece of shit who's not even trying to block. <laughs> now I think if you're if you're gonna get if you're gonna take a loss like this. I, I, you know, you want the positive spin, the best time to take it's right away against your division rival. Look yourself in the fucking mirror and do something about it. it I think the, the biggest problem was that like the offense there, the, the right side, if you look at the numbers, the left side actually played fine. The right side was so bad. It broke the game. And so sure. Maybe the same thing happens, or maybe you have some extra blockers in there. You change what you're trying to do. Maybe four wides, a bad fucking idea. So I, my point was that Arizona's offense is going to be fucking limited, even if they hit. And so the giant, like I, I, I do think the Giants should be able to easily discard this Cardinals team. Uh, that being said, yeah, if if Andrew Thomas doesn't play, that this is a massive problem. Niners, the team they're going to be playing, and they're going to be having that long week sleepover and culture build, preparing <laughs> for uh, Nick Bosa shouldn't be a problem. The Niners are laying seven and a half this week against the Los Angeles Rams in an absolute flow chart game. Shanahan and the boys minus three forty-five on the money line. Rams plus two seventy-five on the way back. Forty-five is the total. Rams don't don't necessarily do so uh, do so hot <laughs> all the time. I, I, I this is where it starts. It was is Brock Purdy really that good? Yeah, I, is Brock Purdy that good? We do still have the Brock Purdy rock, uh, Brock Hard shirts. Is he that good in the merch store? Can't be that good. I, I, 
I was doubting it. I thought the injury would slow him down, but as much as I want to talk shit on that team, hats off to them because they they went into a hostile environment there in Pittsburgh and got a got a good win. So I I have to I have to be fair, Ryan. I'm not one of these touts that goes, well, actually this is what happened and uh, I fucked up. I was on the Steelers. I, I a lot of other people were, but again, it's about me. It's about the show. Mm-hmm. It's about our takes, our handicaps, and we fucked up taking the Steelers week one. I still think the Steelers can turn it around. We'll get to them, but I, I probably underestimated the the offense that Shanahan can have that that can execute with Brock Purdy. I thought not having Kittle there a hundred percent would matter. Kittle didn't do shit, and it was just all about Brandon Ayuk, Christian McCaffrey. Uh, lit them up in part because Cam Hayward got injured, but in part because he's Christian McCaffrey and they scheme up a good plays there. What's troubling here for the 49ers, though, is this is crazy, man. It's it's a seven and a half point. I'm always inclined to take massive division dogs. And there, I'm sure there's a bunch of trends of this team owning uh, of the of the 49ers owning the Rams, but I would say it, it the spread never gets to be seven and a half. I understand that. The Rams don't really have a home edge. In fact, the 49ers are planning on wearing their home jerseys on Sunday, which that's cold. If you you're I, I come coming back to the Cardinals that's here, cold. right? These guys are professionals. They take that shit personally. They feel personally disrespected. You think so that you think they're pissed off that they're wearing the wrong colors in SoFi? I think if you said to them, they look I think Sean McVay again who he was a guy that said he brought up the six and a half uh, win total. He's a guy that's going to bring up shit like this, that they disrespect you so much. They're wearing their home jerseys here. Also I test. Did you watch that Rams Seattle game? Matt Stafford looked really, really good. He looked really healthy. Seattle might've been bad. Oh, dude, did you watch his ball play? No, he looked, that's fine. Matt Stafford ran for 10 yards and picked up a first down. The offensive line. I just, I wonder if the offensive line is going to look as good against that. this defensive front. Sure. I, I, if you're talking about the 49ers, the handicap to talk yourself into, it's pretty simple yeah. of Bosa dominating that offensive line of Seattle being the true fraud and, and the Rams not having the weapons and winning in the trenches. The, the counter though is for me, uh, Matt Stafford looked really, really good. I know some of those, I know some of there's injuries in Seattle. Seattle's secondary is okay. Like their cornerbacks are pretty decent. He was finding these young guys open. He had two receivers that really went off. His ball placement was awesome. He looked super comfortable in the pocket. I thought he looked so much better than he looked last year, even before he got hurt. It was all about the, the he had time. Small sample size, one he had, game. He had time, and yeah, I, I worry that it's a slightly different animal. Uh, you mentioned, you know, all right. So Shannon, when's the last time Shanahan? Lost to McVeigh in the regular season, 2018. Sean, now you 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 ah well maybe they weren't all blowouts because it's a big number. Well, if you just kind of comb through the years, 2022 they cover this number both ways. 2021 they go one and one against this number. 2020 they go one and one against this number. 2019 they go one and one against this number. I hear a lot of one and ones in there. Sure, they're, they're they. I I just don't, I think you're. I, I, I think also you're like cute. I, I think you're getting oh, cute I, here. I, I don't think so because I also like fading teams looking ahead to the Thursday night game. Low chart game though. I don't think San Francisco is looking ahead to that that Giants performance. And I think we just watched a McVeigh over Pete Carroll 
flowchart game. Now it's the Shanahan over McVay flowchart game. Sean, you're getting cute here. San I, Francisco by a million. They, okay. Matt Stafford. Watch that Matt Stafford I, performance. I, I, we're gonna after the show's over. We're putting the Kinens game uh, film on. I I thought he played well, but we we liked him to play well in that spot. You don't have to stay on At, the horse that's the riding road. off the cliff. It's coming back home. The seven and a half point dog. Nobody believes in this team, Ryan. Uh, you know what? To, I'll speak for Katie. Th- it's not going to be a home game. The night it will be a sea of red. Yeah, and they're going to get fired up. Watch. Well, yeah, the Niners fans will be fired up. They're gonna have to use a silent count in their own in their own stadium. That's embarrassing. Jets. They did that in the NFC Championship well, game, and they won. Well, that's the only time that he's won. One twenty-five on the West Coast. The Jets coming off that Monday night. J E T S miracle victory. They head to Dallas. Big D to take on the Cowboys. Cowboys laying nine here. Little teaser protection. Minus four twenty-five on the money line. Jets plus three thirty. Thirty-eight and a half is the total. I uh, haven't, haven't really mentioned too many of the old uh, producer Josh picks, but I do see he's on the Cowboys <laughs> here. Did add a note. Don't fire me. That's pretty disgusting. Nine point spread and a 38 and a half that point total. Is a disgusting act. This is not our first time betting on games. That is a interesting combination there. That strikes me as the w- jets might not score a point that that's what the odd maker that are, are thinking here. What a, a nice, uh, a nice 26 to 10 game. Maybe I'm falling for hard knocks, but I liked what I saw about uh I liked what I saw out of Zach Wilson in hard knocks. Didn't necessarily love him in that game. Uh, that turnover, that interception was just Oh, show is just shitting <laughs> on him. Remember how bad last year was? Oh, not this year. The Mannings, the Mannings were just straight clowning him. It was He's got a little. He's got a little fight in him. Week of practice. Aaron Rodgers helping to mentor him. I'm talking our myself hero, into it. Our hero turns into a a, co- a player coach. Here, I mean, I, I like this as a defensive battle. Yes, I will say the Giants. That, the, as the, much as you talk shit, the Giants' defense had like when when the game was not out of hand, the Giants' defense was was fine, and I don't think Dallas was all that impressive on offense. <laughs> I'm being serious. I, I agree. It's just funny to say that when you lose forty to nothing. But I don't. I don't. I I agree with you that the the Cowboys' offense. This you is really the, got multiple tabloids piled up. There <laughs> this your, is your the time you always want to fade a team coming off a forty to zero prime time victory. Are you kidding me? I am worried about Jets on a short week. I am worried about the emotional toll of the Jets. Uh, whatever the the Jetsian lifestyle. I, we pl- I shared that clip about. Non-conference road game about how the Aaron Rodgers thing was just the most Jetsy and Jets thing of all time, and the guy goes, "Well, I mean, uh, us and the Eagles are in the same boat, I guess." Dude, don't try and take me into your Jets sad hole. And he goes, "What are you talking about? We only, we both only have one Super Bowl." I, okay, dude, don't compare Ooh, that's the Eagles. Uh, we also have a. If he's going to claim the 1969 Super Bowl, I'm going to claim the 1960 NFL championship. Oh, it's not called the Super Bowl, Sean. You can't claim. It's called that. the NFL championship. Of course, but I mean, you don't want to play that game with the Giants. They they start adding a lot more than you, than I mean, I, yeah, yeah. I would just stick with Super Bowl. So you're just like the Jets, basically the Jets. Jets defense <laughs> is legit. Also, this is an amazing quote. Quote. The night is darkest before the dawn, and I shall rise yet again. 
Who's that talking about? <laughs> That's Aaron Rodgers talking about his leg. Very, uh, very great. I, I think when the Dak plays a real defense, he's going to turn the ball over. And this Jets team is a real defense. Yeah, what are we doing? I like how we spent all this time just to say Jets plus nine and a half. Yeah. Well, it's at it's at nine right now over on uh, Jets plus nine. I apologize. My notes were stale. <laughs> Another last of the afternoon games. Washington, the Commanders, they head out to Denver to take on the Broncos. Let's ride. Denver minus three and a half, minus one eighty on the money line. Washington plus one fifty. Thirty nine is the total. Nice color combinations in this one. Who can forget the Clinton Portis for Champ Bailey trade? Uh, that shit would never go down today with the value of running backs. <laughs> uh, this almost an identical matchup to last week with the Raiders. I guess we're saying the Raiders and the Commanders are the same team. Uh, if you play that game, you know the old transitive property of the NFL, which doesn't always work. I would say I probably put the Commanders slightly above the Raiders. Uh, Raiders just happen to play the Broncos, who they own, and the yeah, Broncos I, just happen to lose to a team that has had their number. That that was just more a division slop fest than I, I think necessarily the Raiders being this great team or, or the Broncos being a horrible team. In the first half, especially, I thought he didn't look amazing. He didn't look, oh man, that guy's earning his contract, but he did look slightly better than complete trash. Russell Wilson. I would say he, <laughs> I would say he went from bottom five to almost league average, which is kind of all this Broncos uh, offense needs because their defense is still really, really good. Uh, Sertan did a really good job on Devonte Adams. I don't even know if we mentioned it on the, on the uh, Raiders uh, bills preview, but Devonte Adams didn't practice. So he could be out. Oh, I, I, so I did that day dug deeper there. Okay. He'll be fine. Russell Wilson. I don't feel great laying three and a half points, but I'm looking to fade Sam Howell making his first road start. I didn't see anything out of that. That was that was supposed to be the spot of all spots. Your fan, you, the fans are going nuts. The coronation. You got rid of <laughs> Queen is in the house. <laughs> you got rid of Dan Snyder. You're gonna feel so good. You almost lost to the Cardinals at home. Can, can this I is a a much tougher spot at elevation. I love taking elevation teams early on. I get it didn't work out week one, but I think that it has a good shot to cover here. Yeah, I, I really like the Broncos. I, I I do as well. I think for the same reason we liked them last week, uh, just that elevation. I think the coronation, there'll be a little bit of a hangover spot here. I am starting to worry that Mr. Harris might not be a football owner. I'm already sensing a little bit. I mean, as a fan of a te another team in the division, I like how he's been so hands-on and involved so far. I like that he's already made news with a floppy handshake in the Monday Night booth. <laughs> that was really he's made news. The ultimate cold fish throwing uh, it kind of a Jerry Jonesian. Uh, hey Rivera, I'm going to judge you by how many wins you have. Go win. I I I think this was the spot we were talking about fading them months ago, Sean. After they win the game at home against the Cardinals with the new ownership, and everyone celebrates, and we're back, and then they go out to Denver and they play a very mediocre Broncos team that's going to play great defense and going to run the rock. I, I worry a little bit. Maybe they won't have the same success running the ball they did about against the Raiders, but Piran, uh, Javante Williams, they both look good. Jaleel McLaughlin looks like he could be a fun weapon in the passing game. You saw how, uh, just like Drew Brees, how many guys had a target in that game. I think Marvin Mims was the eighth guy to receive a target last week. So 
I, little I, Jordan Humphrey. Little Jordan Humphrey scored a, a touchdown. So let's go back to the laying three and a half with the Broncos. Well, uh, I think it's going to be end up being the right side. I believe we we put you on the right side with that one. <laughs> hey, we're definitely putting you on the right side when it comes to Hall of Fame bets. Win bigger by betting smarter this NFL season with Hall of Fame bets, the sports betting analytics platform for parlays, player props, and game lines. This thing is you can really get lost in this. This is a this is a super fun rabbit hole. Just trying to keep coming up with parlay ideas. See how many of those green boxes you can get. See if you can carve out some EV. It's so nice to not have to do all this research. Hall of Fame bets really, I, just for doing the show prep uh, for some of the parlays we give out. Hall of Fame bets makes it just so much easier. Love this thing, and again, they got you covered with NFL, NBA, MLB, soccer, historical stats and data. Enter any par- parlay idea in Hall of Fame bets. Revolutionary parlay optimizer. You get the hit rates broken down by leg, as well as an expected probability for the entire parlay. This thing is just amazing. Stop betting in the dark and join over 30,000 users researching with Hall of Fame bets to craft more intelligent, data driven parlays. Download the Hall of Fame bets app or visit hofbets.com and use code SGPN to get 50% off your first month today. Start researching, start winning with Hall of Fame bets. Nice work, Sean. All right, home stretch, Sunday night football. We got another public team here, Sean. The Miami Dolphins, back to back road spot. Now they are up. Across the country into beautiful Massachusetts to take on the Patriots. Tom Brady won't it's be in the house. It's a baby fucking wheel, man. Uh, they, now they're they're certain to only have Mac Jones catching three at home for the Patriots. Plus one twenty four on the money line. Dolphins minus one forty eight. Forty seven is the total. Man. I, you know, I, I remember when we were talking about the Dolphins, we're like, yeah, you know, they could lose the first two games and they're going to be a pretty sweet pick week three at home against Denver. Vic Fangio looking ahead to his old team. I doubt it. Uh, this is a great divisional matchup. Everyone's betting the Dolphins. Belichick, that was an impressive comeback. I, I think you got to give him a little bit of credit for not buckling. Uh, they, they, they fought back, they found a weakness in the defense. And I, I well, w- Bill O'Brien being an actual offensive coordinator does seem night and day compared to last year's offensive play calling. Definitely uh, give him that credit. Well, just the ability to adjust on the fly, the ability to I- identify something and then go at it uh, repeatedly in different ways. I, I just, and, and I, I almost certainly know that New England's defense will be better than whatever the Chargers are rolling out at this point. So the idea that Tyree Kill will be running. Wide open down the field. I don't know. Tua clean throwing for 466 yards seems unlikely. But at this point, how can you bet? I don't want to overreact because I've I've mostly tried to fade the 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 overreaction of week one. Yeah, the Dolphins is the one team where I'm like I don't know if I want to do that because there's nothing that you don't feel. The dumbest you can feel is sitting watching Sunday night football and Tyree kill is just fucking running anywhere. He wants on the field. You're like, God damn. Like, what am I doing here? Of course the dolphins are a better team. Than uh, this is a uh, yeah. Back-to-back road spot for the dolphins. Uh, as you mentioned there, 
I think maybe this is the game where they missed Teron Armstead. Uh, Matt Judon uh, really gave some of the Eagles tackles a trouble. The Eagles offensive line didn't have a, a good game, so you're going to need to get the best but game from the Dolphins. They had Bosa. Like, what? Why were the Chargers not able to do something that, about it? Like, what am I that's missing? That's a good here? question. But is it because they just sit back? Is but the Dolphins' made- defense looked kind of bad. They were able to, and maybe it was part of Fangio's plan. Like as we were saying. They let him run all over the place. But Belichick's gonna do that. He'll be fine running handing. I mean, that's that's a bad. I I don't know how this is the one game I'm completely clueless. I do think the Dolphins tend to lose up here and win down in Miami against the Patriots. Uh, if you want to uh, highlight the flow chart, but yeah, Tyreek Hill does own the Patriots. Tua owns the Patriots. Fangio versus Mac Jones. I think you gotta like uh, Fangio there. I'll take Miami minus three, but this this does feel a bit fishy. But I think that was kind of the perfect spot for New England. They they were probably gonna get blown out, then they kind of snuck their way back in to make it respectable. But yeah, I, I still have a lot of questions for this Patriots offense. It's Sunday Night Football. Do we at any prime time angle to be had here? I'm kind of excited to see a lot of McDaniel on the sideline in prime time. <laughs> see what he's up to down there. Maybe the maybe the pen comes out. He gets yeah, I I think this Woo, isn't smoking my weed. This isn't you know what? I can't do it. Give me Miami. I really that this is the one game I'm not gonna be cute. I'm not getting cute with this one. Give me Miami. All right, next up. All right, let's talk, Mr. Commissioner. Two Monday night games starting an hour apart. Why why? Two East Coast games, like you, you have teams on the West Coast. Figure it out. Talk to the NFL. Computer. Made a deal with the electronics industry. They're really making sure everyone has a multi-screen setup. I, I, I love it. Obviously, we, obviously, we can handle it. I just come on. You, we we can do better. Four fifteen on the West Coast. New Orleans, the Saints. They head to the long grass of Carolina, where the Panthers are plus three, plus one thirty on the money line, minus one fifty-five for the Saints. Forty is the total. Uh, Saints are a public side here. Alert. Um, this is to me a flow chart game. And I know Bryce Young did not look good, but I I love the juxtaposition of this Carolina team. I think I I think they m- maybe may I, I'm a little this is this is another one where I, I had to talk myself into it, but the situational spot of the home dog. It seems obvious that I want to take Carolina coming off a game against a team that I think is better than the market. Now I, they're going into a game that I think is worse than the market. And I think it's also a situation that we've historically loved taking Carolina at home against the saints, uh, home divisional dogs. As, we, as we've said early in the season, very strong fading the public, very strong, maybe Bryce young coming home looks a little bit better than when he did on the road in the divisional spot, taking some HGH. You're going to get those uh, gross. You know what though? Latimer, like Latimer isn't at this defense in general. I wonder if it's going to be the same animal with this, whatever you want to call it with Carolina's offense. I think they have to really get back to committing to running the ball. They have two running backs. We see it. It's not going to be all miles Sanders, Chuba Hubbard out there. I think he racked up 60 yards on the ground. And you know, for the saints, the one thing that stood out to me when I was doing the NFC South rushing totals, they didn't have a running back with more than I think 25 yards. And so if they, if they're not going to be able to run the ball, I believe that's why Atlanta was able to take care of business with uh, Carolina. They wore them down. I don't know if new Orleans is going to be able to wear them down in the same way. 
I I'm concerned. JC Horn is out. Yeah, JC Horn being out for the Panthers, I think, is going to create some problems. CJ Henderson has been bad in the past, and he's the guy replacing him. Left tackle Trevor Penning for the Saints had a pretty bad game. You imagine Brian Burns. He was kind of a late ad. He was holding out. Maybe now he's feeling a little better. He could get some pass rush on Derek Carr. Well, and again, we didn't really get to see that pass rush in the Atlanta game because Atlanta dominated the line of scrimmage and just ran, didn't need just to pass the ball, right? They 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 were so good they only needed to run the ball. All right, I'll ta- I'll take Carolina, but I I don't love this. I spot. wish we recorded earlier in the week because there was a three and a half out there. But you know, in some ways, I like taking a three better than a three and a half. Second Monday night game, we got the now Cle- that is sharp. We got the Cleveland Browns, who are oof, when Cleveland's public, that's scary. They're laying two here in Pittsburgh. Come on, Pittsburgh also a close your eyes special, which you know, tick the overall trend up a couple points when it's a home dog, it's an AFC North home dog. On top of that, the Steelers plus one Oh five on the money line Browns minus minus one twenty five. Thirty nine and a half and a half is the total, you know, honestly, we heard we, and we've heard about all the injuries for the Browns, including their left tackle. I, I think the takeaway from the Steelers week one is that, okay, TJ Watts going to eat at least this defense uh, really Got their ass kicked, and I would imagine a massive bounce back spot specifically for that unit. I don't know if the offense is going to look as crisp without Deontay Johnson out there. I don't think Allen Robinson and Calvin Austin are quite the same animal, but I think this could be a game where we see them get back to the the, the what Steelers used to be: run the ball with Najee Harris and Jalen Warren, maybe work in some play action, some fun deep stuff uh, to Fryermuth and Pickens. I love obviously the close your eye special, which that scares me a little bit. But the fact that Cleveland's getting all the money, Sean. Yes, Cleveland. Oh, 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 oh the Steelers oh, oh. own the Browns. The Steelers last forty six games, thirty eight and eight over the Cleveland yep. Browns. This is the ultimate flow chart game. Cam Hayward is out for the Steelers uh, defensive line. Could may, maybe Je- maybe Nick Chubb ha- ends up having a decent game, but I, I Deshaun Watson looked really bad. I understand the counter is saying, "Hey, well, didn't Kenny Pickett look really bad?" Sure, Kenny Pickett looked really bad, but now he's he's Kenny Pickett is still at home. Now Deshaun Watson goes on the road. And I think the 49ers defense is way better than the Bengals defense. Deshaun Watson they got the win, but you watch that. And some of it was in, in his defense, the sloppy weather, but why are they favored? I think he's going to struggle. I I have this game as Steelers minus 3. They're both Kind of similar teams. You mentioned Jack Conklin. Although the Browns replacement right tackle did play okay, I still think TJ Watt is going to eat. I just don't think the Browns have that kind of offense that the 49ers do. I also love Tomlin coming off a coming off a loss. Like this is when Tomlin shows up. The the reason he's never had a losing season is he doesn't lose a lot of back to back games. Give me the Steelers. So the win totals for these teams is nine and a half and eight and a half. So, you know, just doing some very rudimentary math here, there's no way that the implied spread for this game was minus two before the season. <laughs> so, what's happened? But, like, w- seriously, like, which player has been Deontay Johnson's worth five points to the number? I mean, I would imagine this number might have been two and a half. May, may, you know, you get that little bit of a tick, right? A uh, full win on the season. So, where's the five and a half coming from? This is the easiest play on the board to me. And maybe this, maybe you are a week too early on unlocking this team up. 
It's true. I will not lock them up out of respect. I don't like to do back to back locks, but I do love this Steelers. Oh wait, hold on. You're not going to do back to back locks out of respect for him and the situation. I'm going to leave all the specifics and particulars in house. Want to be able to do that out of respect for that situation. I'm not. Re- I'm not going to really have any follow up information or anything that I'll give in that regard. That's all I'm going to say. And I'm really hope that you can please respect my wishes in regard to keeping that in house. I understand that you have a job to do, but there are certain things that are a lot bigger and more important out of respect for the particulars and the specifics want to be able to keep that in house. And that's where I'd like to leave it. Please Sean McVay on Stetson Bennett, Uh, (laughs) like, all right. So it maybe I'm sure there's something serious happening and you don't want to talk about it, but why are you stumbling over your words so much? You said specifics and particulars repeatedly. That seems like mm, double. I want to double click now. Like, are there aliens involved? Uh, I is there like a dehydrated more. alien in the desert now? Like, is that where Stetson Bennett went? Uh, I, that, I, de- that alien puppet that they said is an alien was pretty amazing. Yeah. I mean, it's like, is that Yoda? <laughs> I mean, it looks like something you get at a area like 51 Disney, gift shop. Is it a Disney thing? I, I hope it's a real alien, but it's it come with some look. jerky. Well, oh. there's, Ryan is referring to, there's a, uh, there's a road stop. If you ever drive from no, uh, LA yeah, to Vegas called alien jerky, unclear if the aliens are the guys making the jerky or the jerky is made out of alien bodies. Oh, no, they, yeah, I never get the explanation. I think it's meant to be that they've killed aliens. Okay. And they've made jerky. And then they dehydrated the meat. What other animals are out there, Sean? (laughs) It's true. It's got to be aliens. Probably coming from like somewhere in Nebraska. Time for our lock dog tease and bonus lock. Happy birthday. Kramer, you went first last year or last week. No, I didn't. You absolutely did. I let you go first. We absolutely. That's why you ended up on the, the Titans and the Steelers. What do you mean? I, I'm telling. I'm telling did you I, first. The just... chat can agree with me. You picked your locks. I st- I I started to go, and you were unhappy with the amount of time that I was taking to make my first lock, <laughs> and you started. So you went first. Okay. And I went two and zero oh last week, so you should go f- first again. All right. Here's what I got. I feel like you got to play Denver. Lock me up. The Denver Ooh. Broncos minus three and a half. Didn't this see is- that coming. Just a tough spot. I will also take uh, the Seattle Seahawks. Close your eyes, special. Oh, plus five and a half. Feels pretty locky. I do want to get Cincinnati in there. Do I kick out Cincinnati for Denver, Ryan? Uh, no, I, uh, it's up to you. Either one of those three and a half point favorites. I mean, it's a similar spot for both teams. I think. I I, I probably would less like like I. I could see Lamar, do, you know, that to me, Baltimore almost beating them with with Huntley makes gives me a, a second of pause. So I would guess maybe Denver is a stronger play for me. If you're asking my opinion, I'll go for my dog. I'll keep it as is. I just trust your gut. I'm a gut handicapper for my dog. I do like Seattle, but I, I, I that feels like a field goal game. I do think the Rams are live. Do you think the cards are live? But I dare I, you to pick the Jacks. That that <laughs> that game's scary as hell. Yeah, I got to go back to the Titans. Well, give me Tennessee on the money line. I think this is actually the game where they get the outright win, plus one twenty-five. <laughs> Let's go. 
Can't quit that shit, huh? For my tease, a lot of great teasing opportunities. Going to take the Buffalo Bills down to minus two and a half. That's just textbook tease opportunity right there. Could put the Eagles in. I, I want to mess with the uh, Thursday card there. Ooh, Pittsburgh up to eight. Good tease opportunity. Mm-hmm. Last but not least, I kind of want to tease the Colts, but why they're road favorites? That that's a little slippery. For my last leg of the tease, oh, do I have to take the Jags? Is there you any possible to. way? You don't have to. I'll take the uh, Rams plus thirteen and a half. Okay, that game's gonna be a bit of a game. Kramer, what do you got? Lock, come on, dude. You know where I'm starting. Atlanta, really? Plus oh, I'm gonna have two. to root for Atlanta. Oh, you're gonna hate both. I my like locks. Green Bay. Lock number two. Hmm. Uh, have we ever played multiple close your eyes specials on the same circuit card? We should. Pittsburgh plus two. See, I now I feel good that Kramer's playing it, not me. Yeah, that that was almost San Francisco. Just for those who like the almost out there. For my dog, man, I you know I, I'm not. There's not a lot of long activity in the dog region. I like your Tennessee. Especially angle. as a favorites guy. I like your Tennessee angle. But what about I, your Chicago Bears? Uh, is that is that long enough? <laughs> That's pretty short. I do. I did. I did predict that Justin Field would secure his uh, his first win. But no, I'm gonna. I'm gonna actually pivot. I'll say Bryce Young gets his first Ooh, win of the season. Panthers. I'm okay. going. Uh, I'm I'm heavily interested in the Monday Night card for the T's. Niners. Come on, it's almost a lock as is. Tease that down to one and a half. Bing bang boom. Uh, let's get the. Uh, you know what? Let's get the Bears up to eight and a half. <laughs> All right. Just. I'm not trying to get you to change your pick. Just a reminder: you are. Teasing Justin Fields on the road. All right, delete it. <laughs> I'm not trying to delete get you to change it. your no, pick. Delete. You just got me to change my pick. Give me the I'm bills. I'm putting it back in because nope. of all the shit bills. you gave me about the Give Jags. Give me the Bills minus two minus uh two and a half. Bills are gonna win by one. And last leg, since you didn't like my Bills one, give me you know what? Give me my Houston Texans up to seven. Fade Anthony Richardson, <laughs> first road start. All right. A lot of sharp action there. Yeah. On both sides of the fence. <laughs> For me, I'll do a uh, little DJ play. I'll go uh, Rams, Seattle, Moneyline Parlay. Toss that in there. It's a little bit of a fun long shot. What's right? the occasion? You put it on the sheet. No, I'm just saying, well, I'm saying, what's the occasion for those two? Hashtag Dejans only. You're fan Dan Campbell. Uh, it's a close your eyes special, and it's a juicy home dog. I was gonna suggest we just uh, do the close your eyes specials. Okay, so what? Seattle, Seattle, and Pittsburgh. All right, so Kramer, Seattle, Pittsburgh money line parlay. But if we're gonna make it a money line parlay, well, you can do whatever you want, right? Oh, they, they get Seattle out of there. Atlanta. Okay. Carolina, okay, Pittsburgh, all in the money line. Actually, no, get Pittsburgh out of there. And the final uh, one is the uh, yeah, no, keep Pittsburgh in there. <laughs> Three-way money line parlay. Let's go. All right, Circus Survivor. I'll and round it, robin that bitch too. Okay, it has to be R -R. the Bills, right? 
you can't talk me. I, you'll have trouble talking me into anything else. Yeah. All right, Buffalo Bills. Key is not to overthink it. Circa millions. So we got your lock, Atlanta plus two. Suspect. Pittsburgh plus two. My locks, Denver minus three and a half. Seattle plus five and a half. We do have both close your eyes specials in here. For me, at least something close that I wanted to get get on the card. I love Joe Burrow back at home after that, after that loss in Cleveland. You had Jamar Chase talking about those sorry ass elves. I really like Cincinnati minus three and a half as far as something that I almost put in a lock but didn't. What do you got, Kramer? Yeah, I I don't hate that angle. I would say Tennessee. Obviously, I'm on them on the money line. We do both like Carolina, but I I don't feel as great about that. Are the Eagles going to shit the bed? That's that also seems like that. I was actually going to bring that up for the Survivor. Oh. Ah. They play on Christmas. We were, we, yeah, we, we got to save them for that. Christmas. Yeah, I, I would. So if if you're asking me, what what would I play after those first three? Uh, it would be San Francisco. Um, I don't think you want to play no. that. So after that, it probably drops down to a tier of like, uh, since he's right there, Tennessee's right there. She, she, for me, she probably Chicago's there. Miami's right around there, but I don't think Miami's a smart play. Let's just take Cincinnati. Lock it That's up. A good bounce back spot. Uh, so we're we're certain that he's not hurt. He was rubbing his knee. Who? We're not worried about Joe Burrow's knee. I thought he I yeah. thought he looked healthy enough. Rewatching it and just kind of focusing on his uh, mechanics. You know I'm a mechanics expert. So our survivor plays the Bills, Circa Millions, Atlanta plus two, Pittsburgh plus two, Denver minus three and a half. Seattle plus five and a half. Cincinnati minus three and a half. Locks. Kramer's got Atlanta plus two. Pittsburgh plus two. Panthers on the money line. Tease is 49ers, Buffalo, Houston. I'm on Denver and Seattle for my locks. Tease, Buffalo, Pitt, and Rams on the tease. Tennessee on the money line. Ah, football's back. Football is hey, back. If uh, when, if you're listening to the podcast, congratulations. You've made it through 122 minutes. Ryan, Ryan, hundred sorry, Ryan stuck minutes. in marathon mode. He thinks we're doing a, uh, oh, I love a, a, a twenty-four I love hour this. episode. But time charity. flies when you're talking football, Sean. I don't know about you. We are talking Paul. Hey, uh, win these uh, sweet Nike Air Jordan Sports Game of the Podcast dot com slash Patreon. Getting our weekly Patreon pick them Friday night. Veasan nine o'clock Pacific live from the Circle Las Vegas. We also have our DFS show tomorrow night. A prop show on Friday. Pre-game show is back from the studio, taking your calls on Discord as well, 9 a.m. Pacific. Thank you for participating in the Sports Gambling Podcast. For the Sports Gambling Podcast, I'm Sean, second the money green, and he is Ryan. Yes, the first half parlay will be Kramer. Let it ride.